Okay, how about I went on this date with this one dude? Good looking, tall, and just yummy. Yummy, yummy, yummy. yummy. I met him at the yoga you know, when I was teaching uh, at a gym. Okay. And so we went to dinner and we started talking. And he was like, oh yeah, I was in jail for 10 years. I was like, oh, Ooh, I would have loved to see your face on that one. So welcome to How You Living. We are the show that talks about all nine dimensions of wellness. I'm Robin B. I'm Dr. And we are here to help you guys live your best life through sharing what we have learned through the nine dimensions of wellness. As your, as your aunties. Your yeah. aunties that if you didn't have any guidance, we're here for you. That's good. We'll tell you how we messed up. Yeah, so let your aunties guide you so that you don't have to make all the mistakes that we may have made in the past. <laughs> make some new mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. So today we're going to talk about, we've been talking about relationships. Yes. And Auntie Kiva, which is also Dr. Kiva. Which is gave, the single one. She's the single one. She gave us some amazing material so that we can live, you know, if no, you're going to no, no, live no. a single so life. That, so that you can live okay. a single life. We as not a we. community. We as a community. I'm still, I'm still father. Yes. But yes. yeah, single women, single men, what you should look for. So today, now we're going to talk about committed relationships. So what does a committed relationship, there were some traits, specific traits that a committed relationship um, looks like. One of them, of course, probably first and foremost, is communication. And so that's open and honest dialogue. Now, that's what the experts say. To me, what I learned, to me, is the higher than that is respect. I really felt like the relationship, if you respect each other's feelings, you're never mm -hmm. going to say stuff that's going to be hurtful, that you can't take back. So respecting that person's space, respecting their feelings is important in my opinion to me that's more that's number one because if you respect someone you're not going to communicate to them in a toxic way mm -hmm. that's just my so i guess all these things are um really about building a strong foundation yeah absolutely so respect has to respect be has foundation. to be number one yeah and of course trust is there um and trust is number two to me Trust should be number one, okay? Before before respect? We, no, before communication. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because to me, I put respect on top of that. I don't even see respect on this list, but, you know, to mm -hmm. me, that's that should be there. Um, but we have communication, which is on, open and honest dialogue, which says sharing your thoughts and feelings freely without... And I got to tell you, I have been in relationships where... I did not feel like I could really 100% be myself. Mm -hmm. Like, if I did, because I'm very, you see, I'm very opinionated. I got strong yes. personality. Strong. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. And so it's, um, you know, it could be, it could be definitely a slippery slope. Right. So to me, that's, that's really, oh, no, it's there. Okay. Respectful disagreement. So you should be able to discuss your agree your disagreements in a respectful manner. Mm -hmm. No name calling. Don't talk about your mama. You know, stuff like that. Well, you know, there's a there's a book mm -hmm. called Nonviolent Communication. Ooh, and you it have the you. best books. I'm telling you, <laughs> and it teaches you how to communicate to your partner mm -hmm. where they um, they feel like they're being heard and you're not pointing the finger. That's good. So what you would do in that communication is instead of well, you, 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 you go, well, 
Say they leave so their socks. I exactly. They leave right. their socks in the middle mm -hmm. of the, mm -hmm. the hallway and you talk about them. You, you're always bringing it up. So what you say is, well, I feel mm -hmm. that you leaving your socks in the floor mm -hmm. is just a representation of you not really trying to, you know, be respectful That's of our space. That's so it's called nonviolent communication. Here's a bunch of books. I like that. Dr. Kiva really could be a therapist in addition to a chiropractor. <laughs> Because that's very healthy. That's just really good thinking. As yeah. You are not accusing. You're taking some responsibility of how you feel about that situation. Exactly. And that's, exactly. Kind of, that's really important. Because, like, you know, I've been in those relationships where I didn't communicate. Mm -hmm. Have you ever noticed? Did it feel like it was stuck in your throat? Oh, yeah. Like you almost wanted to yeah. cry and it's stuck in your throat because you want to be able to communicate. We're just and feeling stifled, you know? Yes. You, almost feel, you just feel stifled mm -hmm. because you are not being true to yourself. So I think you're absolutely right. That's to me is like so important that if you're not true to yourself, you are basically in a fake relationship. If you are really not being able to express yourself, they don't know whatever you. that means. They don't know the real you. So That's fake good. relationships. Uh huh. So what do you think about gold diggers? Oh girl, please. Gold. You know what the gold diggers? Not gold. Oh gold. They got some gold. Okay, gold like diggers. <laughs> now see, that's an interesting thing because we are seeing a lot of gold diggers <laughs> in reality shows, and there some of them are like they're doing both. You know, they're kind of doing both. They're gold diggers, but they're digging for their own gold. Okay, I so wonder, I'm gonna hand I wonder, it down. Do we have different viewpoints on that? Okay, oh, tell me what you think. My viewpoint is. <laughs> A lot of the people who are gold diggers, uh -huh. you know, they are really attractive, right? Mm -hmm. And they might go after an athlete who right. might be a, you know. You mean the G-O-L-D or G-O-A-L? Or the C-D. Okay, the, D, the so, gold digger. And so both parties are getting something from it. You know what? We just had that conversation. So I'm, I love that you brought that up. This is I just had this conversation. Mm -hmm. So um, Jeff went to the Rockets game with my family uh the, the other day, Dirk, you know Dirk. Mm -hmm. And so they go into this VIP area. He's like, he saw, um, oh, what's her name? She's so cute from Basketball Wives. Um, oh, Drea, Drea mm -hmm. Michelle. Beautiful. But she's like, what now, 49? She's 40, she's pretty, she's up there. Uh -huh. Well, she is dating and pregnant by one of the basketball players who's 21. So that's a perfect example of what you're saying. Because what do they have in common? But I, this is what I say. Because Jeff's like, how in the hell is she going to do that? I said, well, if he's happy with her, if if they're both getting, he wants this beautiful woman who's in the limelight, who understands the public light, right. and she's got what she wants, which is a rich boyfriend. So they're both getting something and out of I it. I don't think anything's wrong with that's it. I mean, great. because there's a lot of times that he wants the eye candy. That's it. And she's like, I want to be a housewife. She wants to so be a kept woman. As long as, as long as, I don't think anything's wrong See, with we, we do have the same view. Because oh I'm God. like, if both of you are happy, then it doesn't matter. She can, she's getting her gold and you're getting your, you know, eye candy. <laughs> stuff eye candy. Right. So, so that foundation can be strong just okay. because, hey, we understand yeah. what this is. But I'm sure her mother, his mother probably has a lot to say okay. about that. Because she's probably the same age as his mother. <laughs> Think about that. So that, that could be a problem. Yeah, but back to what you were saying is about healthy communication. This, that is a, so you won't explode and right. have, you know, so how. And start resenting. Yeah, exactly. How, how do you have healthy communication in a marriage? Well, this is why I always say you've got to be friends first. You have to get to know that person first and see if y'all are even compatible. But, but now you're married. So now that you're married, 
I think the only way to be, like, see, I was very fortunate because we were real friends. And so he got to see the person I was way before we even got romantic. So, right. um, so if you go and jumping right into a relationship, that's kind of a slippery slope. That's a crap shoot. But say that you're following the, the outline. Okay. You date. Okay. You, you know, date. you're not living together. Right, but you're just dating. You're dating. You're spending uh -huh. time together. Okay. Then you get married. Then you live together. Okay. Say so you're doing and it. you do it the proper way. You're doing way. it the proper okay. way. Okay. And so you're now you're married. Mm -hmm. You hadn't lived together before. Uh -huh. You know, so all the things of just yeah. spending the night you don't see. Right. I always now, worry about that for people. You know, so what, what, what suggestions would you give them? They're in the situation uh -huh. and they're like, well, I've never lived with him or mm -hmm. her and oh, they won't flush the toilet every right, time. Right. Oh, they keep the toilet seat right. up. Oh, they keep this coffee That's ring you in the live. kitchen. Oh. You have to have a sit down. <laughs> you really do. You have to have a come to Jesus moment and say, listen, we both want this to work. Here is my list of grievances, or I don't even want to call them grievances, but these are my concerns. What are yours? So when you go, when you really, to me, if you're going to go and let your partner know what issues you have with them, right. open the floor and say, okay, so what issues do you have with me? Let's, you know, let's share and do it in a respectful way. But I think that is the only way you're going to be able to do it. You should be able to fr be free to let them know what's working them okay, instead so of letting it build up. So is it that you let them know what issues I'm having with you, uh -huh. or uh -huh. you say, well, you know, for me, this is what I need to have a healthy home, a That's healthy right. relationship. Look at you. You're ready to be married. You're ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I am, I you am married. let them in. Oh, by the Lord. Yin and yang. I didn't think I communicated you with you. You nailed that beautifully. That, I'm telling you, she's ready. She's ready. Robin she's already got the hard spouse. She's, she's <laughs> She got it easy. And from here, it's just a cakewalk. After me, you were so ready. Exactly, exactly. So I'm talking to Robin. Well, I love this that. This is what I need. That's good. And you know what? Um, one of the other ones, the ones that you mentioned was support and empathy. Mm -hmm. Well, we were kind of related to this. Right. Because you do, if you someone has a problem with their spouse and they do want to express that, mm -hmm. um, you've got to be able to have an open ear. I've always, I've, tested, I've told you this a few times. I do have a natural instinct to push back. So if you say something, you know, I might... For my first instinct is to be defensive, but I'll always come back later. I will think it over and then say, "Yep, yeah, you're right." You know, so I think it's good to know your know your weaknesses, yes. <laughs> and then uh, be able to be empathetic to your partner. Mm -hmm. So if they won't flush the toilet, you need to kind of put yourself in their shoes. You know, okay, well, he's nasty, right? He's nasty, <laughs> and we so you know, there's there are things that you could do. Well, you know, a lot of times people don't listen. Uh huh. What we tend to do is when people are talking, uh -huh. we're already thinking about what we're about to say, instead of just really tuning in mm -hmm. and listening. So if we were able to do that, then some of the things wouldn't even be a big deal, That's true. right? And so we we don't listen. Mm -hmm. We already and then if people say stuff immediately, we jump on it. Yeah. You know how hard it is for your brain to come up with the words to speak mm -hmm. and then that quickly. And so we might mess up and say some things that are wrong and say, well, okay, no, I meant this. Right. And we don't know how you said this first. And you know? always mention that too. You just be careful with your words, you know, because you can't pull them back. You can't pull them back, but also have grace for your partner yeah. to know that they're trying to formulate words from their brain mm -hmm. and it might come out wrong or a little mess up a, a couple so of times. So are you very forgiving if you are are you forgiving with your partners? 
Yeah. If they say something, why you put an S on there? Make, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it may not be the current one. It could be the past one or the future one. But in general, so you, that's a good catch. You got that. So are you, though? Like I am. I'm pretty chill. All right. So if your partner, let's go. I know we're going to end up back in the single. Okay. If your partner says, I need to spend more time with you, how do you handle that if you don't want to? If I don't want to, I don't need to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. Okay, so we, okay, I'm going to give you some quick traits of a healthy, but to me, what's more important is the toxicity. I wanted to cover toxic because some people don't know how to look for the red flags and they end up in the same freaking um, quagmire. Married? Yes, of course, and that as well. You, if you're married, how? why do you think that 50% of Americans end up in divorce, okay? They need to look for, maybe before you even get married, this might be a premarital situation. Mm -hmm. So you need to look for the red flags. But even in committed relationships, you should have, you should have a baseline of what to look for if you're going to try to stick it out, okay? Mm -hmm. I mean, really. Married relationships aren't very much different except for they got that piece of paper. If you're in a committed relationship, whether you're married or or not married. But to me, it's important to, let's say you're in a relationship that's very toxic. If you're married and it's toxic, when should you know when to cut it off? When should you know? I guess you have to define what does toxicity look like. That's why I wanted to cut you know, that. Because abuse be, is a whole different monster. Right. No, I'm not even talking about the, the that, that's a no-brainer. Exactly. Right. That's kind of a no-brainer. Or, or gaslighting, since uh -huh. that's the, the thing that's that people talk thing. about yeah. now. Mm -hmm. You know, because, you know, because uh, how would you define gaslighting? Gaslighting, a perfect example of gaslighting is you are cheating on your wife, okay? And she comes up and she's like, I know you're cheating. He's like, girl, you're crazy. You're crazy. I found the phone number. I found the text messages. That's just my cousin. You know, oh. that is gaslighting. Ga Let me, you know where gaslighting came from? It came from, from this crazy Smith movie. She said it's an entanglement. No, that's a whole different. <laughs> that's a whole different toxic situation. But gaslighting is from a movie from like the forties okay. or the fifties. It was okay. one of my favorite movies. Uh, Claude something and Joan Fontaine. I think she's a rich woman. He wanted her money, but he needed her to go crazy so he could commit her. So what he would do every night, he'd go out and he and there was no electricity back then. So he would turn off the gas. The gas lights would go on and off, on and off. And she's like, the lights keep going on. And he's like, you're crazy. There's nothing wrong with the light. He was gaslighting her. That's oh, where it came from. Nice, nice. So there's a visual lesson for today. Oh, so okay. if somebody tells you something that you know is a is a lie, mm -hmm. they're gaslighting. So, like, what was that old joke? Like, it wasn't me. Right. Like, my friend Perfect. saw you in the... It wasn't me. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. He was gaslighting the hell out of her. That's a good way of putting it. So, that's very... I mean, that's important. Now, the next the next one is uh, narcissist. Narcissist. Like, oh, my you know, God. It's all over the place. Oh, I'm like, what does that look like in a relationship, in a marriage. I know. I wonder what that would look like. Um, that's a good question. Um, let me see if it's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that would be very toxic. Uh, yes, a very, and they call it toxic. Well, the way they call it, something narcissist. Um, I can't remember. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, because they kind of build you mm -hmm. up and then mm -hmm. do something. And that love bombing is a bad thing as well. Yes. But love bombing happens, be, you deal with that all the time. <laughs> But love bombing usually happens when you're single dating, right. and they just smother the hell out of you. But what I've seen, and you know I love my murder mysteries, 
a lot of these women who found out they either had to kill their husband or their husband tried to kill them. Oh and goodness. it's because these men were so, um, what's the word I'm like? They were so obsessive, they would love bomb them, just like want to be there, give them flowers every day, just, just, um, uh, cover them with all kinds of compliments. And then the next thing you know, they, what you find out is narcissists do that. They start out with love bombing you so that you are so putty in their hands. Mm -hmm. And once you become that, then they start treating you like garbage. And that is, that's kind of the, the MO of a narcissist. Yeah, so I guess if you're in a, a committed relationship and that's, you're married to that person. I know, we're all over the place today. You know, <laughs> right. if you're married to that person in a committed women relationship, are, it's a... Yeah, women are married to narcissists all the time. A lot of times they don't find out until it's too late. You know, so um, one, another one of the things that uh, a pitfall, in my opinion, of um, being in a committed marriage, but it's not really good, is that, number one, avoidance of difficult conversations. So if you try to have a conversation with your spouse mm -hmm. and they don't want to hear it, they're not interested, you're never going to really get to be yourself because they are not going to be open to your issues. There's nothing you can really and do with nothing, that, right? That's what I'm telling you. Sometimes um, divorce might be your only option, really. If you're married to someone who's not open, uh, poor listening skills, unhealthy communication pattern, patterns are what you talked about earlier, saying you always leave your socks on the floor. And so kind of pointing the finger. Exactly. Nobody likes a nagger. Mm -mm. And that's where that issue comes with if you're you know, being nagged. You don't want to be a nagger in your relationship and you don't want to be nagged. So that could be a problem. Um, external pressures like family and in-laws. Mm. So I got to tell you, I have been, I'm very blessed to have a good daughter-in-law. And I always hear my friends, my young friends say, oh, I wish you could be my mother-in-law. Because I am a fun mother-in-law. Mm -hmm. I'm very easy. Now, yeah, because that's, that's been a mini of a, a oh, moving man, with a toxic mother-in-law. Do you know how many um, how many mothers-in-law have had their daughters killed? So that, I'm not, I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. There were so many datelines where the husband and wife split up, but she ends up with the uh, baby. She ends up with, right. and, so, and then, you know the wives, they want child support. So the mother-in-laws, it's always the mother-in-law of the husband. Who has a real problem. They seem to have these unhealthy relationships. And so this. I saw at least two of them. With the mother-in-law hired someone. To kill the ex-wife. So the so her son can have the baby back. Was, was this a movie? Or was this was a line. A... I am not even lying. These mother. And so of course the mothers end up in jail. But I've seen two of those. At least two. So in-laws can be very dangerous. You know, I, I think about my grandparents mm -hmm. having to take care of like my grandfather's mother or my wow. grandmother's mother. That was the thing. And that could be a whole nother thing that yeah. could be something that could cause a, a rift in a marriage. That's true. You know, if all of a sudden you had to take care of an yeah. aging pa yeah. a parent. Yeah, an aging in-law. Exactly. Right. That can be so. Now, I don't think my grandmother wouldn't try to take care of my grandfather's she, mother. Really? Uh -huh. Did they not get along? They got along, but she was, because he was working. So, okay. like, oh, I'm going to have to do everything for your right. mother. Right. 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 So, it's a, it can be a, it can be a little a stressor. Especially, yes, he's out to work and you're like, right. Oh. And you're all day waiting on her hand and foot. Exactly. And really be something that they didn't get along in the first place. Yeah. You know, that, that would be a really, whole nother issue. Issue, right? yeah. So if they had a loving relationship, that would be a different thing. Um, and then one of the other ones, unresolved personal issues, unhealed trauma or baggage from past relationships that negatively impact your current dynamics. 
Um, and I added this myself, um, addictions and proclivities. <laughs> because if you are, whether it's a sex addict, drug addict, uh, gambling addict, these will definitely destroy a marriage. You yes. Know? Whether you know, it doesn't matter whether it's the husband or wife, addictions are something you can't control from the other person. No, it was uh, what is this book? Uh, it was on love, it was written by uh, Mary Ann Wilmerson. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary Ann Wilmerson, it's laying around for exactly, exactly. Okay. And so she looked at a course in miracle and wrote a book. Wow, and so it talks about love, how a healthy relationship heals you. It should right. it shouldn't bring Ooh. more, you know. So if yeah. you have some stuff that you're working through, mm -hmm. and if it's the right loving, healthy relationship, you'd be like, oh, okay, this is how I want to be loved. That's good. You know, that's beautiful. What I had in the past and that toxic wasn't love. This is what love is supposed to feel like. I think that's perfect. And so that's why I always say that don't really beat yourself up over past relationships because those are lessons. Those are learning steps. And you're like, peace out, bro. Right. Then you know what you want and what you don't want. Exactly. And so you got to thank those other past relationships that were so horrible because then you know if you keep repeating that pattern, then you need to get some work done. Yeah. But um, it, will, it should teach you how to have a relationship with someone who you really exactly. bind with. You know. you know, and at the end of the day, nothing is permanent. No. You well, know. yeah, we is. We're all going to die. Our, our body is permanent, the relationships, right. the cars, so nothing is permanent. Mm -hmm. So you really have to cherish when you have Absolutely. it. Absolutely. 100%. Well, I, you know, we were kind of all over the place. <laughs> But at the end like of the day, a relationship is right. It's a relationship, whether you're married or single. What's important is that you guys have, like you said, you're equally yoked, and so you have um, the same desires, the same goals, same ambitions, and the same um, respect for each other. Exactly. Just read First Corinthians. Yeah. Oh, see, this sister is all you know, on her word. She got the word. I like that one. Yeah. Right. Love I like is that. patient. Love is kind. That's the best one. And that really pay attention exactly. to that one. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's all the time we I have for this do. particular to, topic. Who, who is our sponsor for this? Today, show? we are being sponsored by Standing Desk Supply. It is your supplier for all um, height adjustable desks, so ergonomic furniture for whether you're working from home or at work, you can now stand and sit because you know sitting too long really can mess you up. Mm -hmm. So standingdesksupply.com. And Dr. Kiva, I want to thank you for being my partner here today. <laughs> Your partner, putting up right, but not with me. Uh -huh. And um, we can, where can they find us? Oh, no, don't ask me. Oh, come on. <laughs> we can be found on Instagram and Facebook at How You Live in Houston. And we can be found on YouTube, How You Live in 850. I think it's How You Live in 850. But just look for Dr. Kiva and Robin B. on How You Live in Houston uh, on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube would have messed me up. They will find us. <laughs> uh, they will find us. Just look for us. You'll find us. Also, you can email us with any questions or suggestions at highyouliving1111 at gmail.com. And please, guys, like, subscribe, comment, support us, okay? We really want to bring you some high-quality content. So... Your support will help us. And uh, in the meantime, we're going to ask our people, how you living?